Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, Patricia Warby, Alchemy Therapies here, and another in my ongoing series of conversations with other practitioners. And today I would love to, to meet my friend and colleague, Carol Greenwood, who describes herself as an holistic therapist. And I know we had a long discussion, didn't we, Carol, about what to call you because you do <laughs> so many things. And I know that you're primarily involved in sort of uh, soft tissue work, doing manual lymphatic drainage, but you also do energy work as well, massage, uh, EFT, Reiki, you do all sorts of things. So I just wondered if... Um, my first question to you really is how did you get into this because it's always a personal story and I just wanted to hear a little bit about yours well first of all thank you for making me feel safe enough to talk to you uh, talking in public is always a scary thing um, getting into this I was uh, I trained as a nurse um, and before that did voluntary work for uh, people with disabilities and stroke victims. So that's from the age of 14. Um, and doing a lot of the manual therapy as an unqualified volunteer. Um, then in through nursing, because I love people. I absolutely love everything about people. I don't, and I want to give love to people and love in the form of care and support for recovery. And despite going through so many different uh, specialisms in nursing, looking for the one where you're not just ticking boxes, throwing drugs at, maybe getting to say, hi, I'll see you later. Um, we ended up as a senior sister and then in 2008, I let my registration lapse and moved into massage. Um, initially, just focusing on, on nice sort of Swedish relaxing massages, then moving into deep tissue, hot stone, manual lymphatic drainage, and realizing actually quite a lot of my clients when I'm working with them end up crying. And it's not because of pain on the physical level. Um, and at that point I started thinking, actually, my massage is, is not just about muscle care. Um, something else is happening here. Um, so I started to, keep my eyes open and my ears open for anything that might tell me what's going on or am I just horrible and make my clients cry. <laughs> Luckily, um, discovering uh, Reiki, um, I did my Jikiden Reiki training. Um, I discovered that actually massage is about moving energy around and about clearing things. And then I did myofascial release technique. Uh, I've quite a few different trainings on the more formal and more intuitive way of working with it. Um, and I made even more people cry during the session and yet say, oh, Carol, I feel amazing afterwards. I have space in my body. I can, I can breathe. And I didn't realize I couldn't breathe before, but I couldn't. And so through that, we've got more I guess working towards where you are with trauma, but in a completely different way of doing it. Yeah, it's it's all working towards the same end, isn't it? In just different ways. And that's what I love about these conversations is that we can share experience and share with people out there 
who, who have never come across this understanding before that their bodies kind of speak their minds, you know? Oh, very much so. What you're saying about, you know, being in tears. I mean, I've had a session with you and, and by the way, folks, this woman is, she has magic, magic in her fingers and hands there. Um, you just feel such a profound release and shift because your body is kind of taking in that information, the new arrangement. Um, and it's it's making changes neurologically as well. So it's it's this real mind body connection, isn't it? Oh, very much so. so um, I did. I also I used to work a lot with nutrition through the NHS. I was nutritional link, um, and then I used to offer bioresonance testing. But I'm farming all of that out now to other people because yeah. there is so much. Yeah. And uh, to know in each discipline, I don't actually want to be in all disciplines I have a vague idea mm -hmm. uh, you're going to need some nutritional work I'm going to pass you over um, because I actually want to focus more on the way the therapy has come to me which is to do the, the more manual work yeah yeah and that's that's a great compliment I think to what I do um, and and I, I do think it's it's good the point you've raised there about not having too many fingers in too many pies you know actually to specialize a little bit in what calls to you what makes sense mm. to you as a therapist because I mean I know I'm I'm like you I like I'm interested in so much stuff I could I could be, I'll be a permanent student and yeah, never yeah. actually see a client exactly. if you almost had a chance oh light therapy yay oh <laughs> so, so we, we have to limit ourselves a little bit but yeah. but I like the idea of of actually co-referring and that's that's kind of what we're doing now we're looking at that model as a, a new way forward um before i get into that because i know we're going to talk a little bit about your plans for the future um i just i i know it's terribly exciting but i just wanted to ask you what do you believe is at the basis of well-being and how does it differ from health say because they're often lumped together aren't they they are and and they are intrinsically linked but incredibly different um, well-being I see as a, a secure and a safe sense of positive self really mm -hmm. um, it's when you wake up in the morning and not necessarily have a grin on your face but you're not thinking oh dear god not another day to get through mm. because I think so many of us wake up with a degree of not another day please just give me a day off but to be able to wake up in the morning and go, okay, brilliant. It, I've only got two million things to do today, but I want to do them all. Or, okay, today's an easier day. I can spend time with friends and family. But to have that, that first thought in the morning, to be a bit of a, yeah, I got this. This is good. And to go to bed at night, not just thinking, oh, and you're asleep already. Mm. But to lay down in bed and to be able to have enough resources left at the end of the day to go, hmm. okay, well, maybe that could have gone better, but actually, overall, it was a pretty good day. And oh, I'm looking forward to a nice sleep now. I think that's that is key to well being. Um, health is more absence of symptoms, and, and I think often health is, is a very physical thing um, in modern medicine. Um, 
my experience of mental health within the NHS, it just doesn't exist really, their care. Um, but it's, you have to have quite severe symptoms to be considered not well. Whereas well-being actually is absence of symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Very well put. Yeah. 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 I think the emphasis is on being in well-being, isn't it? Mm. Quality of being. This sense yeah. of positive self-regard, I want to say. That's what psychologists call it. Yes. Right. But, but it means a sense of self that is okay, that is mm. safe, that feels good, that has hope for the future, even if things don't go right. And, you know, we've all been there lying and <laughs> trying to get to sleep thinking, oh, why did that happen? Or why, why did I say or do that? Oh, yeah. Think, Every day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, but still, we have, we have some resilience left for the next and to know that there's another day where we could maybe, maybe do something differently and, and affect the lives of other people as well and help build that positivity as a movement, not just as something that you could have if you're lucky enough, you know? Oh absolutely that affecting the collective conscious you spend time with positive people you end up naturally just becoming more positive more optimistic more hopeful hope is is such a, a key word which is so undervalued i feel mm. and you touched on it actually with the nhs and what they do is they tend to strip hope away because it's a, a risk culture now um you have to be told before you have any intervention the risk of death um, even a little one, like I just had a little operation and, you know, that's the first thing they tell you is, you know, what is the risk of permanent damage or death? Mm -hmm. uh, but the whole culture is, is predicated on this idea of fear, isn't it? Um, the health service is actually a sickness service. It's not. Oh, definitely. Uh, you said that you said it's all about symptoms. It's all about, mm. um, managing that and, and not really about saying, who are you? Who are you as a person? What, what are your dreams? What are your hopes? What's happened to you in the past that's made you the way you are? And I think that's the missing link, really, and that's well-being. So yeah. I know we, dis we disagree slightly on the detail because I think where you're coming from is you're looking at health as the health uh, in the health service, you know, whereas for me, health is a broader church. It's, it's, it's about more than the absence of symptoms. It's about um, actually a full physical spiritual and mental well-being that's for mm. me is what health should be but you know it's all semantics anyway so i absolutely do agree I, unfortunately i think health is uh, a privilege of the wealthy nowadays yeah we've seen that um, i don't think many people have the faintest idea what it does it feels like to feel health yeah. perhaps maybe after on a two-week holiday you know sort of yeah. after the first week of decompress they have a couple of days of feeling health feeling relaxation and then it's oh god we've got to pack up in two or three days and they start to lose that that heavenly state of wellness which yeah. which i must say um has a, a neural correlate in the brain okay so the, the, you're getting into your parasympathetic rest and digest system on holiday. And that's what happens. That's why everyone feels a lot better is that the nervous system reverts to this sense of being at ease with itself. And it, mm. it upregulates rest and repair mechanisms and downregulates, um, you know, all the, the inflammatory signals. And so it's not just a mental 
uh, construct of, oh, I feel great. It's your body actually starts to sing that song. Yeah. Um, which incidentally is how I feel when I've had a treatment with you is that the body is suddenly uh, singing in a different harmonic, you know, it's actually singing a, a, a sense of wellness. And so, okay, Maybe. well, yeah. <laughs> so I know it becomes a bit of a love in um, if, if I'm not careful. So I've got good um, being, you know, too uh, complimentary, but really um, the work, the work you do is um, passionate, powerful and profound. And I'd, I'd love to know what your, your plans are for the future. Cause I know that you're currently studying to be a well-being coach and you've also got this fabulous idea, haven't you? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So yeah, the well-being coaching, all of my papers have been sent off. My fee is being paid so that that can get marked. I'm now commencing to become a chrysalis effect specialist practitioner, um, which is where I'm be able to support people with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and any through the recovery journey of the, the chrysalis program. So that's really exciting. Um, hoping to get that done by March. And then we are developing the Greenwood Holistic Health Group, which is uh, an entity in itself, but born as a precursor of the Greenwood Holistic Healing Center. Um, it's where the multidisciplinary team approach is encapsulated within a group. Um, so we've got myself, you, Patricia. Uh, we have hopefully uh, Dr. Rayner. I can never pronounce his surname. I've got a practice that. E. Vega. <laughs> <laughs> and B. Hopefully will join us as nutritionalist. Mm -hmm. um, so we will be able to take people with a myriad of. Mainly chronic health, I think, is what we're really looking at, isn't it? Um, and really getting to the root cause of the chronic health, because a lot of it is in early childhood experiences. It's in your the outlook that you have on life, the, the way your brain happens to process things. And we often, and, and personality type, and we often assume that the way we think about things is the way we think about things and there's nothing can be done with it my personality type is i'm an a type i want to do everything i want to do everything perfectly and i want to do it by last year actually that's not my personality type anymore it's it's still there but i'm actually learning to be more laid back as my recovery has taught me and i think we we're hoping to be able to spread and enhance people's well-being as well as their health through the Greenwood Holistic Health Group. Yeah, yeah, so it's a wonderful idea. And, and this model of healing and, and well-being that we're using is, as you said, root cause. It's, it's not about, you know, you've got a headache, take a tablet. It's, it's, it's about what's causing the headache. Is it blood sugar? Is it, is it toxins in your brain? Um, and, and how can we alleviate that? How can we open up the body's healing, innate healing systems to clear the blockage? And I think this is where the naturopathic uh, understanding comes in, the natural medicine, which mm -hmm. is so different, isn't it, to the NHS model? And it's so different to perhaps what you were trained in as a nurse and what you came up against where you couldn't, you didn't even have time to say to patients, you know, 
how are you what's going on you were just like firefighting the whole time yeah and and so this 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 model that you've come up, uh, up with which of course it matches something i've long wanted to do which is why i'm joining in um is is about taking the person not the condition right it's saying the person and their life experience you touched on that the adverse childhood experiences their personality which by the way is an adaptation to their life experience you know a types hello out there there's a lot <laughs> of us a types out there um very driven very overworking overgiving you know and we're the ones that get chronic fatigue syndrome because uh other diseases tend to come into different personality types so it's absolutely linked isn't it oh um, very much so. it's it's so fascinating and i know you've got great plans for this um obviously covid has come along and scuppered initially the idea of having a, a physical healing center because at the moment we're in lockdown and, and it's not possible well some people can come but there's there's huge limitations we're narrowed on who we're able to see at the moment that's it's for absolutely sure. narrowed isn't it and i know your vision for the future is to have somewhere where people can come uh, and learn about their bodies have treatments do a residential stay where they can get support and loving care and hope you know hope of recovery yeah which you touched on which in chronic illness the nhs isn't set up it's not geared it doesn't understand it doesn't give hope it's all about so you got this problem right take this pill this is how you manage it whereas in fact full recovery is possible yeah we know that because we have <laughs> and, and actually i should touch upon that because it's something you missed out in your in your uh description of how you got where you are is that and i hope you don't mind me saying that no? you, You've had a two-year break, haven't you, through uh, being ill yeah. yourself. You know, everything culminated in, in a crash. And you've had to take that two-year break out of your beloved business to recover. And here you are looking fabulously well, by the way. You do look great today. <laughs> so, um, you know, how hard was that, you know, to come back to? Holding the business. I, mean, I, I had my first episode of fatigue around 15 Um I was starting my A-levels. Yes, I was 15 when I did that. Um, so I've been battling for a long time and the battle has just got harder and harder as I've got older. The last 20 years have been pretty intense and the last 13, 14 years have been murderous. And then two years ago, I had the almighty great crash of a lifetime. I was unable to communicate unable to understand simple uh, questions like, have you had a glass of water? Uh, mm, no idea what you'd said. Um, and then, yeah, last year started working with, was it last year? Me. Working yeah. With me. Yeah. It was like 2019, wasn't it? Spring. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I had no hope. I remember in that first appointment, I turned to you and I said, I believed you were the person, but it's taken me so long to get somebody to help me come to you. I Please don't feel guilty if you can't help me. Um, I had no hope at all. But for me, the missing key, I've been working on my recovery for a long time. The chrysalis effect have really done amazing work in concreting and making me see what has worked and what hasn't. But the missing key was the emotional trauma. 
and that did start in childhood even though i had a very spoilt in a way a very not spoiled um a gifted childhood a, a loving family um and private education i was well looked after and uh, but there was a lot of trauma in there as well which still comes up and we still work together on bits that come up you know you never i think at that point where you can say i am now perfect because you are for a little bit and then some another layer of the onion falls off you're like oh i need to work on that one <laughs> so, yeah yeah that's how i've got to where i am yeah yeah well it's it's fabulous and and i know that for a lot of people struggling maybe listening or watching this you know to understand that you can come through the most intense experience which was I do remember that first appointment and how how broken and I don't I don't want to say this to shame you at all but how broken you were because I know how I've been and how I shook all the time and I couldn't get out of bed and you were in that state you know luckily you had someone to bring you and um because you couldn't get here on your own and and to witness that you know is, is a tremendous it's so humbling because I know exactly how that feels and I think one of the first things I did to you was give you a hug and just say, you're going to be okay. You know, yeah. you're going to be okay, but we've got to get you through these events of your childhood, which are not over as far as your brain is concerned. You know, they're still reverberating in your mind and your body and they're creating these symptoms which feel overwhelming. And it's the overwhelm that, that the body then responds to and, and sort of shuts you down. And that's where you are. That's why you had the cognitive symptoms and so on. So, so here you are, here you are. And I know that you've just restarted your business. I mean, literally in the last week or so. And, um, and, then, and then lockdown came. It happened on the 3rd of November. We had the shut lockdown on the 4th. Then on the 5th, with lots of communications with my professional body, FHT. And then on the 6th, they confirmed that for certain cases, I can continue working now. In my line of work, I am not a massage parlor. No. That's also being addressed. Thank you, FHD. Hopefully the government will stop yes, saying that's a ridiculous phrase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but most of my clients I can continue to see because most of them it is for physical or mental health crucial care. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you are needed. Um, we are needed. Our preventing long COVID and, and then we're hopefully preventing it by getting in early enough. But Otherwise, helping with long COVID is going to be so much the work yeah. that we're doing, I can see. Yeah. And, and it's worth saying that long COVID and, and chronic fatigue syndrome are sister syndromes. You know, they have a lot in common. Um, people who get long COVID are probably under chronic stress or have been under chronic stress before they got ill. And it's something we need to pinpoint is that immunity is, is very, very subject to your environment. You know, it goes up and down depending on how much stress you're under, how your diet is, what your lifestyle's like. And it's completely missing from the conversation, isn't it? It's all about the vaccine. <laughs> and well, most of us have no idea that we are under constant stress. No. Oh, we that's have No idea. I mean, I, thinking about it last night, I suddenly realized I was an angry person. Mm. for a really long time i had no idea i was angry you were yeah but uh, this is from a teenage years i was just angry and i i didn't think i was angry because i was also very happy quite a lot and and had moments when i was chilled out and not a full-on anxiety um and it wasn't until recently and i just noticed somebody expressing road rage and i thought 
that used to be me. Mm. Wow. God, I was angry. But we don't, our normal is not what normal is ideal. And, and because it's our normal, we don't notice it. So people are shocked, just like I was when I had my crash. What? What? I, I don't have a stressful life. Why, why can't I move? And it's not until you've got the help and the support and you're willing to do that work yourself, because as you said, it's an inside job. Yes. only you can get yourself better you just need the right help um but because we have no idea of what actually a healthful well life is we, we can't imagine what it would be like to have one yeah yeah we become uh habituated to the stress i think yeah and there's also a lot of shame around um seeking help as well you know oh. because we're as a type people we can do it all, you know, there's nothing we can't achieve because like you, I had a good childhood in some ways, you know, I was very supported. Um, uh, so, so it's a real shock, isn't it? When, when health is lost and then it's a long journey back. And um, I know we could do plenty more on this and I, I always say this, but we, we could carry on. But I think what I wanted to cover today is, is just that there's hope and there's another solution out there that looks oh, yeah. Uh, health and healing from a completely different perspective and here in the UK you and I and our colleagues are really keen to progress that so thank you so much for you know taking part and you know telling me all about where you are because it's so exciting where you are now and I'm so glad you're back oh you're yeah back the lining of the COVID and the lockdown okay so we we had a bit of a kibosh on the physical yeah. but it has opened up this wonderful amazing avenue that we can actually reach more people yes we can through the, the power of the internet yeah. emfs included but <laughs> yeah yeah and it's the way that the, even the health service is going as well is going to go online so i think the interface is going to come in now uh between our approach and their approach so which is what we're all about by the way we want this integration we don't we don't want to be alternative we don't want to be sidelined we want to be what health is all about taking the best of acute medicine and integrating it with the way we work with chronic illness so um all right well if people want to get in touch with you for any one of your num you know your wonderful therapies how would they get in touch with you carol Okay, to find out more about me is greenwood-therapies.com. Um, there is so much information on that. There's possibly too much, but I, I, there's just so much excitement to learn. Um, you can, through the booking me, you can book a free, no, no obligation, 15-minute phone call. Um, you can also email me at carol, which is C-A-R-O-L at greenwood-therapies.com. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I hope they'll be beating a path to your door uh, in no time. And um, thank you so much. And folks, if you're interested in more of this, there'll be more conversations which I'll link to from this one. And do subscribe. Uh, you can contact me anytime on alchemytherapies.co.uk. I'm uh, very happy to hear from you. And also I offer a, a free consult as well for, you know, just to chat through. So great to speak with you, Carol. Thank you so Thank much. You. Bye everyone. Do Have a lovely day. Bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. 
do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.